You are listening to episode three of the Student Motivation Nation podcast. Let's get motivated. Welcome to Student Motivation Nation, where we take psychological research out of the lab and into your classroom. And now your host, Melissa Feasting. Hey, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Student Motivation Nation podcast. I'm so happy that you are here with me today, or at least digitally, if you will. Today, we're going to keep talking about the why. For the past few episodes of the podcast, I have been discussing how when students and just humans in general understand why it is they're doing something, they tend to be more interested in that task and motivated in that task. Reason I really love harnessing the why in the classroom is not just because it's a core piece of human motivation, but also because there's just so many ways to slice this carrot cake. And today I'm going to be talking about another one. Now, I must admit that this episode is going to probably be more suitable for those of you who are educating older students. And by older, I mean I'm talking about high school students, college students, and adults. Basically, today is all about the why of connecting, why I'm learning something, and how it may help me in my future career. Past research demonstrates that when students connect something that they're learning in school to how it could be relevant in their future careers, they're more likely to be interested and motivated in what they're learning about. Essentially, this helps connect what they're learning in class to their own longstanding goals and helps them start to see how something will help fit into their future career. So for this week's teaching tweak, I encourage you to sit down. And once again, you don't always have to be sitting down when you're doing this, but you know that's just how I keep talking about it. Anyway, I encourage you to sit, stand, walk, run, whatever, and think about how whatever it is you're teaching might have some sort of applications to what your students will probably do, be doing in their future careers. So for instance, if you're teaching English, so many careers involve competency in reading, writing, that sort of thing. Even if you're just getting written instructions, reading is a really core part of what a lot of us do in our careers. If you're teaching something like communication or speech or theater, you can talk about how communication is at the core of what we as human beings do. Now, in other classes, depending on what you teach, a different flavor of this may come to mind. It might, be, it might not be that students are going to directly translate exactly what they're doing in your class into their future career, but that what you're teaching in your class helps them develop skills that are super transferable into their future careers. One example I can think of that's a little nebulous for my students who aren't going into academic psychology is that I'm always teaching my students how to evaluate primary journal research articles. Now, if they're not planning on going into a research career or some sort of career where they're going to be reading these journal articles, it seems as though they're never going to use this again. However, this skill is actually really important in a lot of different fields because one important skill that you gain in learning how to read research journal articles 
is distilling a massive amount of information into a little tiny package. They're also learning how to evaluate the logic of arguments, and this can help in a lot of other careers as well. I'm sure that you can think of ways how to tie in whatever it is that you are teaching into general careers that your students might be thinking about or careers that you know your students are interested in. Once again, I really like this teaching tweak because it gives me an opportunity to get to know my students a little better. And once again, I said this might work for older students, but something that I have done recently in my own class is that within the first couple weeks of school, as a way to sort of get to know my students better, I had them fill out a piece of paper telling me about what they thought that their future plans would be following graduation. Now, I teach undergraduates and their juniors and seniors, and so a lot of them are starting to really think about what they're going to be doing in the future in their career. But it's really hard for me to know that when I'm just sitting up there blathering at them or we're having class discussions. Instead, I actually had a formal assignment that I didn't grade. It was just complete, no complete, and they got some points. But in that assignment, I had them tell me what sort of careers they would be interested in the future. Moving forward, what I'm doing is I'm tailoring my lectures and examples to the sort of careers they're interested in as much as possible. For instance, some of my students are interested in pursuing careers in lobbying and politics, and so I try to bring that in to my lectures. Other folks are interested in being sports psychologists or sports therapy folks or coaches, and so I try to bring athletics into my lectures and point out when something would be particularly useful to people who are interested in those sorts of careers. Now, I completely understand if you'd rather not take the time to do this. This was sort of a time-intensive thing to read through all of my students' future directions. If you want a lighter version of this teaching tweak, you don't have to actually ask every single one of your students in a formal assignment what they want to do in the future. Instead, you can start just highlighting how something you're teaching will be very useful in a broad swath of careers. However, if you are interested in using my sort of getting to know you assignment, I will include it in the show notes at www.studentmotivationnation.com backslash three. You'll be able to download it and sort of tweak it into whatever works best for your students. Now, if you like this podcast, I really encourage you to give us some feedback at the website or leave a comment at the show in the show notes below. Also, if you really liked this episode, I strongly encourage you to share this with a friend who's also passionate about motivating their students. But as always, either way, I hope you have a really, really lovely week, and I hope that you get out there and educate and motivate. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Student Motivation Nation podcast. You can find us on the web at www.studentmotivationnation.com. Hope to see you there.